Hey everybody, Coach Megan here, and on this episode, we're going to be talking about your different versions of smiles and how this actually communicates directly what you're feeling and thinking on stage way more than you think it does. All right, let's dive in. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast, hosted by sisters, former Miss Nebraska's and a Miss Nebraska USA, and expert coaches Ali Swanson Mancuso and Megan Swanson Rhodes. Every Tuesday, we bring you a life changing, challenging, and activating episode to help high achieving women win their pageants, massively transform their mindsets, and dominate all aspects of life, including elements both inside and what most consider traditionally as areas outside of pageantry. Allie and Megan coach high-achieving women in all 50 states and beyond and live to see women conquer their dreams. If you're not already part of our Powerhouse Club, join the fastest-growing group of winning pageant queens on the planet, linked in the show notes every single week. Now, let's get on to this week's episode. Hey, everyone. So we're going to be diving into on this podcast episode, the four types of smiles. Now, one of the things that I always say to all of our coaching clients is that you want to utilize your smiles as a fan. Now, stage presence, as many of you guys know, is up to 66% of your competition, especially if you are competing in a Miss USA type competition. Okay. And so a lot of people ask, oh, well, you know, should I smize? Should we give them you know, some Tyra Banks, when is appropriate to do, can I laugh? Can I do different things? And I like to break it down and make it really, really simple. Is it okay if I make it simple for you guys? So very simply put, don't do something on stage that you wouldn't do in person. Don't do something on stage that you wouldn't do in person. Okay. What do I mean by that? Well, would you just bust out laughing in a big wide tooth smile when somebody was telling you something really vulnerable? telling you something really serious. Of course you wouldn't. That would be incredibly rude and incredibly awkward. So what we want to do is want to make sure that on stage, we are filling that moment with what we feel like is appropriate in terms of an emotion. So I like to peel all the layers back and I like to first start with, okay, let's go into your evening gown. What type of dress are you wearing? What type of competition is it? How long is the runway? How long do you have to actually develop the type of smile that we're talking about? If you have a really short runway, it's going to be harder to emote a series of different emotions rather than keeping one, you know, nice smile, maybe consistently when it's a smaller local pageant or a very small surface area that you're going to be walking because emotions are developed just like relationships are developed. uh, Emotions are developed because you are actually building a relationship with the judge on stage. Okay. Being a powerful communicator is all about connection. And so often people get into the nitty gritty of, you know, exactly the mechanics and the tactics of their answer. When in reality, it is so much more about, are you actually connecting? So when we have a focus of connection, our eye contact naturally improves. What we're doing with our face, our smiling, our neck, our head placement, all of that naturally improves when we're focused on connection. When I'm focused on just the tactic of smile here, do this, which needs to happen in practice well before our performance, then our headspace is just not even in the right positioning at all. And then I can tell that you're thinking on stage. 
one of my previous interview coaches, you know, 10 years ago when I first worked with him said, you think you die? If you think you die. Like he said that in an in interview as well. And there's a lot of truth to that because have you ever noticed like when somebody's preparing an answer that you're speaking to in a different context, you know, maybe a networking event or on stage, they forget their words or certainly watching somebody in a pageant, right? You can literally like feel the emotion of uncertainty when that person is thinking. So reverse engineering, how do we need our smiles to really cooperate with us when it comes to interview, when it comes to on stage? We need to make sure that we first begin with the end in mind of connection and also telling ourselves, okay, what's the emotion that I want them to feel as I do this part of performance, okay? So then on top of that, once we've done that, and I encourage you to even pause this and go through all the areas of competition and really write down what is the emotion that I want the judges to feel in my stage presence or in my interview? What do I want them to say about me? Um, I have another company called Impact Academy that trains people how to become paid speakers. And one of the things that we do with all of those clients is we teach them to assume an alter ego. And that person, I say, okay, maybe it's JLo. Okay, well, what do you like about her body language? What do you like about the way that she presents herself on stage? And usually you can reverse engineer that to a feeling or an emotion that she makes you feel. Maybe it's Carrie Underwood and her, you know, awesome toned legs. And you're like, man, I want people to talk about my toned legs when I'm on stage, whatever that is for you. Okay. But really that essence of what makes you connect with them is what you're calling out in that moment is what you're describing in that moment. So make sure that you have an intention that you're setting at the back of the stage, you know, before, during your rehearsals, and that you're even practicing that intention when you're practicing at your gym, you know, your high school, you know, wherever the heck you're practicing your walk. It is incredibly important that you don't just focus on that intention during the time that it matters of your actual performance, okay? Now, on top of that, uh, I'll go through the four different kinds of smiles. And this is really, you know, what you need to focus on, you guys. It's pretty simple, <laughs> but a lot of people don't even think about the mechanics of this and really the grounding point, the foundation of where this starts. So I want to make sure that I help you guys with that. So there are four types of smiles. The first one is like the sexy smiles. Think Tyra Banks, America's Next Top Model, you know, all those kinds of things, The right? It's like a slight upturn of the lips. Now, what you want to make sure is that you uh, are not secretly having you know what face <laughs> where you think that you're smiling but you kind of look ticked off a little bit and you look like side eye okay we don't want to look like that we want to genuinely have presence okay what i always say is make sure that your smile hits all the way up to the top of your eyes okay even if we're a botox queen okay we want to make sure that our smile hits all the way to our eyes if you guys are watching on youtube can you see the difference rather than, okay, when it hits my eyes, you can definitely tell a difference, okay? So it's the smize, okay? Smize is, um, it hits my eyes, but it doesn't quite hit my true, like, closed mouth smile, okay? That's level one. Level two is the closed mouth smile, okay? This is a full closed mouth smile as if you were smiling, but now my lips are just closed. It hits all the way up to my eyes. I look pleasant and it's not really, it can be sexy, but it's less sexy. Okay, so we've got closed mouth, 
Tyra Banks. We've got Closed Mouth Smile. Then we've got Regular Smile, number three. Then we've got the Laugh Smile, Open Mouth Smile, number four. Okay. My other rule of thumb is that you want to work through the smiles like a fan. So in the same way that you open a fan and you close a fan, you don't want to go from like smizing all the way to like level four laughing smile. That's going to look like this. Like it looks very jarring. There's nothing natural about that. Remember how I said earlier that you need to develop an emotion? You need to make sure that this emotion is organically developing. Now, let's say that I'm walking. Now look at my face as I'm doing this. See how I move through the emotions? And when I did that, when I moved through the smiles, you felt different emotions, right? That's how powerful this is. But if I, as you saw me go earlier, if I go straight from number one to number four, or even number one and number three, it can look super inauthentic and look like I'm performing. And it actually like makes me revoke my connection from you as a judge. Cause I'm like, what is she doing? Oh man, she rehearsed this. Ooh, that's, ooh, that makes me feel kind of awkward, right? In the same way that, again, if you were to set coffee with somebody and they just like busted out laughing for no reason, you're like, what, what, what happened? Super awkward, okay? So give the moment what it needs. Start with an intention, begin with the end in mind. Think of the emotion that you want them to feel and then back into that with, okay, how big is the stage? Um, how much time do I have to actually develop these emotions? And then what do I want the feeling to be? I promise if you do this, you guys, it's going to explode your performance on stage. And I'm so excited for you guys to try this. Well, thanks so much for listening to this episode. This is Coach Megan. And uh, I just wanted to say it is 2023 in terms of the next pageant season. And we have so many new things going on at Powerhouse. We have a new brand. We have new logos. We have a new website. We have new resources for you. So make sure that you click the link below. If you are not already part of the Powerhouse Club, figure out how you can save $300 per month and $700 overall by joining the best world-class pageant training in the world that you cannot get anywhere else. Intrigued? Click the link below and we can't wait to see you on that. Thanks for listening to this episode and we will see you next week.